0: Up next is a daily devotional by Pastor Tim Dotson from Believer's Church in Menominee, Wisconsin. Subscribe to the podcast by visiting burningdogradio.com and click subscribe. Thanks for listening to Burning Dog Radio. We're in Acts chapter 3 where Peter and John, now coming to the gate beautiful there at the temple, had met up with the man who had been crippled since birth. That man believing that he would receive something while begging there at the gate believed that John and Peter was going to give him something on an earthly realm. But he was about to find out that he would receive something much greater than that. We're going to be picking it up in verse 8 after Peter had reached out and raised him up. And we read in 8, leaping up, he stood and began to walk. He entered with him into the temple, walking and leaping and praising God. So now this man who, as we discovered last time we were together, had never known the feeling of grass under his feet, nor had he known the pleasure of a walk in the park, and he now stood up for the first time in his life. In fact, he more than stood, he walked, he leaped, and most of all, he praised God. Notice that Peter and John were not given the credit for this miracle. Actually, the Lord was. One naturally wonders why we do not witness miracles such as these on the uh, streets of America. Such healing, after all, is nearly commonplace in other countries, but it seems in America, well, we wholly live up to 2 Timothy 3, 5, where we read that the people have a, quote, form of godliness, but deny its power, end quote, I think we fancy ourselves here in America as very level-headed and down-to-earth kind of people. I mean, we don't readily put our faith in things we cannot understand or things we cannot explain. So as the Lord has told us, we often do not receive these things because we fail to ask or we ask out of our wrong motives. Thus the miraculous is rather rare here in the land of In God We Trust. When we do seek him, seek him rather to manifest himself in power, we often attempt to back him into a corner to perform as we see fit. But that's not faith. Faith is seeking him to manifest himself as he sees fit. Going on in verse 9, we read, All the people saw him walking and praising God. They recognized him that it was he who used to sit begging for gifts for the needy at the beautiful gate of the temple and they were filled with wonder and amazement at what had happened to him. As the lame man who was healed held on to Peter and John, all the people ran together to them in the porch that is called Solomon's, greatly wondering. You know, a person truly changed by Christ will certainly cause people to stand in amazement and stand in wonder. Such is the true result of the miraculous hand of God. Truth is that thousands upon thousands of members of mankind are spiritually crippled today and yet they fail to look up and they fail to acknowledge the reality of the only one who can heal them. It is a sad reality to view mankind in that light. But the only difference between that man and thousands of others is, well he, no doubt, was fully aware of his situation. Clearly no one can deny the miraculous had occurred in this man's life. But what did it mean? How did all this happen? Verse 12 says, when Peter saw it, he responded to the people, you men of Israel, why do you marvel at this man? Why do you fasten your eyes on us as though by our own power or godliness we have made him walk? The God of Abraham and Isaac and Jacob, the God of our fathers has glorified his servant Jesus whom you delivered up and denied in the presence of Pilate when he had determined to release him. But you denied the Holy and Righteous One, verse 14, and asked for a murderer to be granted to you and killed the Prince of Life, whom God raised from the dead, to which we are witnesses. So as all the people stood in amazement, Peter now takes the opportunity to well explain. In essence, this is what any good pastor or teacher does. It's what I desire, certainly, every time I step up to the pulpit. To simply acknowledge and expound upon what it is that we read in the Word of God. To explain what it is that we see that's happening around us. The wonder of creation. The power of a life radically transformed. The healing of a soul. You know, it might be that our response to Peter's words would be an attitude of denial of any responsibility for such a travesty. Maybe we feel, hey, no culpability here. It's so easy to remove ourselves from any blame for what went on out there so very long ago, that day up on Golgotha. Maybe our attitude is, what do we have to do with crucifying Jesus? When Peter says here, you delivered up, he didn't mean me after all. (laughs) I mean, I wasn't even there. But just the same, the Bible says that all of us did indeed deny the holy one and many in fact do it again and again every day and just like then we too have asked for a murder to be granted to us but this time it's satan the great deceiver our lord made it clear unless we have been born again we will never see him for we never knew him each one of us is guilty of killing the prince of peace the prince of life our Inherent sin, as well as our subsequent apathy for that state of sin Is what personally nailed him to that cross so very long ago So do not make the fatal error of Somehow believing today that you are without such sin Because it's the greatest tool of Satan to convince us that We are somehow out of the loop He loves to tell us that We're generally good people And that ultimately we have nothing to do with the cross nor do we have anything in us that would call for anyone to die for our sins. That was our daily devotions by Pastor Tim Dotson. To learn more about Tim Dotson or Believer's Church, visit Believerstogether.com.